0: God 1st Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 do not be deceived evil communications corrupt good manner one verse one word one message don't be deceived be not deceived Evil communication corrupts good manner. Now, I want you to help me say that. Evil communication communication. corrupts Corrupts. good manners. manners. Now, over the course of this message, I'm going to invite you into this uh, multiple times. This is kind of tailor-made. That's thus my cues and and my my, um, uh, uh, extra pieces I'm using today, my prompts. This is kind of tailor-made for our young people, but more so and even so for us as adults. Amen? Amen. Be not deceived, evil communication corrupts good matters. So I want to talk to you today about the power of communication. The power of communication, the influence of communication, the impact of communication. The last time I spoke before our guest last week, I shared with you that we should walk in the spirit that we not fulfill the lust of the flesh that was based upon galatians chapter 5 verse 16 and 17 where there paul says i say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh And these are contrary one with another so that you do not do the things that you wish. The things that you desire, I want to do better, I want to be better. He says that the flesh is battling with the spirit. Those that have been born again have the Holy Spirit in them. And that Holy Spirit is working in every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, trying to manifest the righteousness of God in them. Trying to be, bring to bear the kind of mannerisms, the kind of habits, the kind of con- conduct that exemplifies the power that God promised. Because here's the thing that I share with you. That if you have not experienced the, the transformation power that comes being born, from being born again, then you very likely are not born again. You joined the church, you did get baptized, you did go through new members class, you did all the requirements of things, but one thing you missed was this. Jesus says, marvel not that I say to you, you must be born again. <laughs> So with that said, those that are born again, then God puts his spirit in them, and then that spirit, that Holy Spirit, begins to wrestle with the flesh. The flesh and the spirit are in battle because, the, because Paul goes on and said, the works of the flesh, and we listed all of those, all of these things, lying and cheating and deceiving and fornicating, he says all these things are the works, this is what the flesh loves to do. But the Spirit is battling against that. The Holy Spirit is in us, and we oftentimes might call it our conscience, but the Holy Spirit can be your conscience to say, listen, that's not what God wants. That's not God's best for you. So the the flesh is battling with the Spirit. So here's the thing. In the war for your soul, the flesh is the weak link. But here the thing is, it is also the one playing for the other team. Because the enemy would desire for you to sin, sin some more, die, go to hell. The flesh loves the kind of things that are sinful. So watch this. The enemy says, I don't have to bother you. See, we give the devil a lot of credit. We say, the devil's busy. He's been on me all track. No, he don't have to be busy. You got flesh. All he has to do is suggest. And just leave you to yourself before you go to bed he just suggests something to you and all night you tossing and turning he ain't laying there with you he didn't went on so watch this the flesh lust against the spirit the spirit against the flesh these are contrary the one with the other so we share with you that essentially when Paul says walk in the spirit what he's trying to communicate is one simple thing and that is that you live for the glory of God When you say, well, Pastor, what does that mean to walk in the Spirit? That your life, that your entire life, your entire existence is for the glory of God, that my very life is for the glory of God. And we know that because in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, Jesus says, let your light so shine before men that they might see what? Your good works, your good habits, your good mannerisms and glorify your Father. But the problem is we have a this flesh that is our weak link, we have the flesh that is working for the other team, and therefore we have to see the value and the significance of evil communication, the power of communication, because if I already have flesh that is helping the other team out, if I already have flesh that's, that's, that's revealing the secrets, the, other fle- the flesh that is already working against my spirit then i have to be on un- that be careful said because it says here be not deceived wait a minute now evil communication corrupts good manners so if my flesh already wants to do it and now i got communication that is encouraging my flesh to do it what do you think the holy spirit is going to do in my life he has no power when I already have a flesh that's leaning towards it and communication that's dragging me into it. So evil communication corrupts good manners. So essentially that verse is saying, it's summed up with this. If you write in your notes, write this in your notes. What is communicated to you will affect you. You can say it all you want. Oh, it don't bother me none. Oh, that's just, you know, that's just, I don't, that don't bother me. If that is true, if you're saying that your environment, the things that are communicated to you do not affect you, then that passage of Scripture is then false. That passage of Scripture is God's breathed word inspired and given to Paul. The Apostle Paul wrote it down, and now it is given to us, and now you're telling me that you you, you are in stark contrast to the word of the God of all creation, and somehow you're the exception? Here's what the word is telling us, then you're just being deceived. Because why would Paul say, don't be deceived now, don't, don't be deceived, don't, don't get it twisted around that evil communication does corrupt good manner. Didn't say that it, might, it might have an effect on it. No, he said, no, he said it does. It's a definitive statement. Yeah. Evil communication corrupts good manner. There's a passage over in Romans chapter number 3. It says this. It says, let God be true and every man a lie. That if, in fact, God said that evil communication corrupts your good manner, then you cannot be the exception because God said it. And even if it didn't, after he said it, it had to change. Even if before he said it, it didn't corrupt good manner, but because he has said it, it has to now corrupt good manner. Evil communication corrupts good manner, the King James uses manner, but I want to show you the new King James uses a different terminology, and I want to show you this, Deacon uh, Deacon Moore, Pastor Ty, Minister Beck, Brother Webb, would you come, Deacon Webb, would you come? So just watch us as we hook out. These are my friends, these are my boys, what's up? These are my boys. They're hanging out. I'm just coming from church. You see, I'm dressed. Ooh, it's been a fiery sign. They hanging out. Thank you, brothers. I was reluctant when I approached. But the longer I stayed, because evil communication will corrupt. See, I I start out and all, just came from church, man, that's, you know, but eventually, now I can only do this in a few seconds, but eventually, it may not be the first time, it may be the second time, the third time, but the longer I sit, because the word says evil communication corrupts good manner. But here's what the, King, the new King James says. He says, don't be deceived, evil company. See, yeah, I didn't go to get in, but you know, the flesh remembers. The flesh has appetite. Notice I seemed to be green when I walked up. Once I got in on it, it all came back to me. Here is a thing. Evil communication corrupts good manner. Evil company will corrupt good habits. I'm not in the habit of doing this, but the longer I stay in context, the longer I stay in context to what's happening. And here's why this is important. Because the Bible says this. It says, what a, how a man thinks in his heart, that's who he is. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7. Write this in your notes. Here it is. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. The reason communication is powerful because once the communication gets in me to a point where I begin to believe it or it reaches my heart, now I begin to think of myself as. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So watch this. The word says, faith comes by so, communication, I got to hear it communicated to me. Faith comes by my communication. So, watch this the enemy is a counterfeit to everything that God has already ordained. So, watch this the same way that God ordained your salvation, the enemy is using it to destroy you. Jesus, help me today. Because, watch this now, what is being communicated to you is against your very soul. Because evil communication corrupts good manner. Help me say it today, evil communication communication. corrupts Corrupts. good manner. Oh, don't fall off now. I told you it was coming. One more time, evil communication communication. corrupts Corrupts. 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 good manners. manners. Now I'm going to share something with you. Because the the, the devil is referred to in, in different ways in the scriptures. And particularly, one particular way, Paul refers to him, speaks to what I'm sharing with you today. Turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. The way Paul describes Satan here, I'm going to show you that it is communication that is destroying our children, It is destroying our marriages, it is destroying our families, it is destroying our lives, and it's claiming many souls. Communication. And I'm not suggesting that all communication is bad. I'm telling you that you have to know the difference between evil communication. Notice that the word is specifying evil communication. Not all communication, but evil communication corrupts good manners. Are you there? Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 2. Look what he says. He says, "In in which you once walked according to the course of this world or according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience underlined highlight emphasize the prince of the power of the air most communication today takes place through the airways your cell phone functions because there's a satellite in outer space who catches your call and bounces it off a tower, It's flowing through the air. Your television is sending a signal to the, 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 the television station is sending a signal to a satellite that then beams it to your home. Your television is a receptor. it receives its signals over the when you have internet it is being sent to you you have what's called wi-fi being communicated to you over the here's what paul says that satan is the prince and the pow- the prince of the power of what Let's read it together because it says, in which you once walked according to this world's way. Watch this now. The course, see that word course. Walked according to the course of this world. This world is being placed on its course or given its course by who? According to the... Oh, you're missing it. It says you walk according is in there twice. You walked according to the course of this world and this world's course is according to the prince of the power of the air. That's why you have so many struggles when it comes to believing God because there's so much communication coming in that then twerks. The word that you heard. See, what I'm giving you right now, I'll give to you in the next 15 minutes. But then you're going to have the rest of the week for all the other communication to spoil what I'm giving you. That's why you have to be careful what you allow to communicate to you. Who you allow to communicate to you. Because, once again, read it with me. Be not deceived, Evil communication corrupts good manner. Now, here's the thing. He starts out by saying, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Because the greatest work, see, we got, 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 got songs being sung. I got to go into the devil's camp and take back my stuff. He's not interested in stuff. He already showed you that. If you look, if read your Bible, you go over to, 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 to Matthew chapter 4. When he's tempting Jesus, here's what he told Jesus. He said, he says, I'll give you the kingdoms of the world because they've been given to me. And you mean to tell me your stuff? My stuff, my little stuff over out there at 32, uh, 22, 43, Golay, Brick City. He was wanting that stuff? He got the kingdoms of the world, but he want your stuff. Gotta get my stuff. I'm taking it back, taking it back the devil stole from me. And he's offering Jesus the kingdoms of the world, but he's trying to get down to Yolo stuff, your bargain center stuff, Dollar Tree stuff, clearance rack stuff, Burlington co Factory stuff, KNG stuff. He's got the kingdoms of the world, but he's trying to get that stuff. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manner. Let's talk about communication real quick. Real quick, watch this. So communication is the imparting or exchange of information. Evil communication. This is now these these definitions I'm using. These are these are these are not uh, uh, real deep de- definitions. Could have given you more in-depth things, but I'm gonna give you something you can go look up yourself. So you don't have to have the concordances that I have, you don't have to have the references I have. If you got a phone in Google, you can get this. Because this is what Google said. Okay? So it says, the imparting of exchange of information. The key word there is imparting, to make known, to, to kind of reveal something. To, see, see when, when we talk about uh, uh, supernatural impartation, we talk about God imparting something, and putting something, giving something, offering something, depositing something so to make known or to bestow on someone see what you got to understand communication can be bestowing something on you the enemy by the prince of the power of the air is bestowing things on you through communication but we're not done with that because there's a term here that we all hear oftentimes because we are in the media uh, uh, revolution and media is a the greatest part the, one of the greatest inventions of all of humanity's time is media now watch this media is the main means of mass communication or mass impartation broadcasting publishing and the internet and it's regarded collectively, so when we say media, you're talking about all of it together. But here's what I want you to see. The next part of the definition says that it is the plural of medium. Media is the plural for medium. Okay, you got that? Look at this, the definition of medium an agency or a means of doing something, a means by which something is communicated or expressed, but look at the second one. The the intervening substance through which impressions are conveyed to the senses, You mean to tell me this stuff is impacting my children? She's hard-headed because of what she's listening to, because of what she's watching, because of what she's hearing? Yes! Because medium is media. Media is intervening and giving impressions conveyed to the senses. Or a force acts upon an object at a distance. See, nobody has to come in your house. They come in all kinds of ways. You wonder why she's boy crazy because. You wonder why he's so aggressive and so hard headed and always bucking up against you and threatening to hit you. Because medium is the intervening, intervening substance through which impressions are made. Well, I just like this show. I mean, it's just... Because while they were there, there's no filter on what has been conveyed. So I don't have to come to your home and sit down with them personally because media is a means for mass impressions. Oh. What you looking at? Uh, no. uh-huh. nothing. Yeah. Who was who was that? It was oh that, that nobody. As that's my that's my friend's page, it's not. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. But watch this. Let me see your phone. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You pay the bill. You pay the bill. Can I use your phone? I need to call somebody. I'll call them for you. Who is What's the number? Here. Because we are sleeping on the fact that impressions, our girls see themselves as hoochies because the impressions in the videos that they see. They are depressed about their self-esteem and low self-esteem because the video shows them an image that they could never be. I don't know what's wrong with it. I've been trying to get her counseling. I've been talking to her. I, help her. I try to get her hair done. I try to get her nails done to help her feel good about herself. She can't because all week long she is being impressed upon by the prince of the power of the air who wants to destroy her life. well I took her phone so she'll have her phone no more but she's uh in her room she ain't talking to nobody she mad over her phone he mad over his phone he ain't that mad because he got the at the computer yeah I sent him to his room yeah you sent him to his room to spend the next six hours. You all right in there? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I took her phone. I took her her computer. But I didn't take her magazines. I didn't take his, so he can, Still, be impressed upon by the prince of the power of the air. Ah, oh, well, he don't—he's not really—they're not really into magazines, but he loves to read. Prince, the power of the air, be not deceived, be not deceived, because here's what the word says, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The Spirit, watch this now. Hear this now. The Spirit who now works in the sons of what? Can't tell them nothing. I just try to talk. I'm tired of talking. I've been, telling, I've been trying to tell them I can't. They won't hear nothing I have to say. The Spirit that works in the sons of what? How did that disobedience come about? through the prince of the power of the air. Unabated phone use, unabated television watching, unabated internet usage, unabated, unabated, no correction, no looking, no watching, no checking, no parental guidance, nothing, leaving them to themselves. Hear this. Read an article last week. There's a new thing called sexting. Sexting is text that has pictures that are sexual. little boy, five years old. Five years old because uh, in the state that this was in, it is legal to sext. It's illegal. Prosecutors trying to figure out how to deal with a five-year-old boy who was sending text of a sexual nature. First of all, if he does have a phone, he shouldn't even be connected to a, to, a, to a network. Because here's what was happening. They believe that predators start the text conversation, convinced him to take pictures of himself and send them, it's now pornography. Having gained his trust, now he's sending pictures, but he's also taking but here's the issue he was taking pictures of his friends too according to the prince of the power of the air people of god let me see this satan hates mankind don't be deceived in thinking that he's your buddy Jesus says, a little leaven leavens a whole lump. See, the, the devil has convinced us if we just give our children just a little sin that we approve of, that they'll stop at that. Jesus says, a little leaven leavens a whole lump. Our states are now going through the process of legalizing marijuana. Let me help you understand something. If that happens... And it's that accessible. Marijuana is a gateway drug, it's, it's never the end result, it's the beginning. Every person who has started in addiction started getting high somewhere. Start. And then they chase the high that they didn't get, that they had the first time, and you never can get it, so then you gotta move up to something else. So you start out as just marijuana, so then you wanna sprinkle something on it. I don't do cocaine, but I'll sprinkle a little bit on there. Uh, I'll dip it in something. Then I realize the effect that I'm experiencing is not due to the marijuana; it's due to what I sprinkled on it. So now, forget the marijuana. I just get, let me get the stuff I sprinkled. Then at some t- at some point, sprinkling is not enough. So I hear that it's better if I can get it straight into because it gets broken down going through my body and going being digested in the process, so if I can get it right into my bloodline, i got to just go ahead and put it straight in. And this is being propagated. There is literally a show on CNN that's, that is, it, the whole show is set up and recorded each week to promote and propagate for the legalization of marijuana according to the prince of the power of the air. And here's the thing. The Bible says this. Evil communication corrupts good manner. But do not be deceived, because here's the thing. Jesus gave Satan another title, and I'm done. Look at this title. Jesus gave it over in John chapter 8. Write this in your know John chapter 8, verse 44. Here's what Jesus calls Satan. He says, you are of your father the devil and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh, it, it is a lie He speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and he is a father. Now, this is Jesus speaking. Paul says that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Jesus, who was there in the beginning, Paul wasn't, but Jesus, who was there in the beginning, says that he is the father of lies and he was there in the beginning lying. He started with Eve, because remember now, he says, he is a murderer he was a murderer from where in the beginning see here's the thing he convinced eve to believe that god was holding something back from her when he said god knows that you're no good and evil she only knew good so she said what is this evil thing that god is keeping from me he said oh god knows you'll be just like him when you do it that i'll be just like god he deceived her because Remember, man was already made in the likeness of God's image. She didn't have to disobey God to be like him because she was made in his image. But watch this. Based upon his deception, God pronounced death, murder, pronounced death on all mankind. So you wonder, you wonder, teenagers, you, you, young people, you wonder, why in the Bible? Is there a typo when you look in the Bible and you see that, that Methuselah lived 900-something years? No. It's not a typo. It's true. The flesh, the body, the human body had to learn how to die. That's what took it so long. If the punishment was dead, that meant man was not made to die. He was actually made to keep on living. Because if man was already made to die, then there's no penalty to die. Man wasn't made to die. That's why, as you see progressively, the years began to get shorter and shorter because this body had to learn how to die because it wasn't made to die. Oh, you get that on the way home. But watch this. He says he was there in the beginning, murdering because there is no truth in him. So watch this, the one who controls the power of the air has no truth in him. The prince of the power of the air has no truth in him. And watch this, he is, so that's, now you understand why Paul said this, do not be deceived, because the one who's working to deceive you is the father of.